hello and welcome to episode number 55 of Virtual Team Dynamics, the All Fire podcast. My name is Francis Norman. I'm the founder and principal consultant here at All Fire. At All Fire, we specialize in helping you get the most from your virtual teams through understanding how your team members communicate and interact. On the podcast today, we're going to be talking about why you need to be a great communicator and why you need great communication skills, and also considering some ways you can go about building them. So as with all of our podcasts, there's an accompanying article on the All Fire website, so please do check it out for additional information. And while you're there, of course, sign up for our regular newsletter. It comes out once a fortnight and uh, has various articles and bits of news in there. Um, sign up for the um, podcast if you're not already a subscriber there's a link on the website that will take you to various subscription pages and of course find out a bit more about how we may be able to help you with your business So why is communication such an important thing? As the world has changed and as jobs have changed and job descriptions have changed, it's becoming increasingly important that you don't just have the technical skills that you need to undertake the work that you're doing, but you also need the ability to communicate with your colleagues, to tell them what you're doing and where and how and why, for your, and to understand what your colleagues are telling you in an effective and efficient way. And then as you move into more leadership positions, you need to be able to lead and inspire your your personnel and your colleagues to do the work that you need of them. Now, in for many, many years in the past, it, this was all done face-to-face. So you would meet with people at their desks, they would meet with you at your desk, or you would have various um, town hall type meetings, water cooler meetings, uh, coffee machine meetings and so forth, where you would share experiences, you would share news and you would generally communicate about what was being done. As the environment in which we work has changed and as more and more people are working at distance, so you've got more and more virtual teams, you've got more and more people working in distributed teams where they don't see their colleagues from one day or one week or even one month to the next, the needs for people to become more effective communicators continues to increase. Now, realistically, there are three kinds of people in the workplace who you could categorize around their communication skills. There are those who are natural, strong communicators and who will continually be trying to improve their skills. There are those who are naturally poor communicators or very uncomfortable in communicating in public and who will do whatever they possibly can to avoid having to communicate with others outside of, let's say, a one-on-one or a very collegial-type conversation with their colleagues. And then in the middle, there are those who either through their job need to become better communicators than they already are, or simply for their own well-being and their own 
personal development believe that they want to improve on their communication skills. So so you've got the one group who have the skills and will continue to generally will continue to polish them because once you've got the skills you want to keep them keep them sharp you've got the ones who don't have them don't want them and never ever want to stand up and speak to anybody in public and then you've got those who need to speak to people but recognize hopefully recognize at least that they don't have the skills of course there is then of course that brings in the fourth category which is those who need to do it who think they have the skills but in many many cases don't but nobody ever tells them and those are unfortunately very prevalent in a lot of businesses and a lot of organisations. So for this article, we've sort of gone through and considered three ways where people can try and improve their communication skills to become better and more effective at communication and the requirements that go with that. The first one is a very strong one, and that's observation. Now, Everywhere we go in our modern lives, we're seeing people who are out there communicating, whether it's people on the TV, whether it's journalists talking to us from behind a desk, whether it's politicians, whether it's actors, um, whomever. There are, there are always people, oh, university lecturers, high school lecturers, colleagues at work and so forth. There are people everywhere in our lives who are communicating and we get the chance to watch them and to see what they do well, and to see what they maybe don't do so well. And through observing these people, we have the opportunity to to recognise what works and to recognise what doesn't work, to recognise what may work for us, and to recognise what may not work for us in these environments, and through that to begin to build our own repertoire and our own um, communication style. Now, you'll get some people that you'll see who you think that's absolutely brilliant. I really want to talk the way they do. I want to communicate the way they do. You'll also get a lot of people that you'll watch and you'll think, well, they are absolutely awful. If you watch a lot of the TV shows, for instance, you see an awful lot of conflict displayed. And one of my beliefs is that one of the reasons that we have such bad leadership in so many businesses is that a lot of people grow up believing that the form of communication and the form of conflict that you see depicted on the TV is the right way to behave in the workplace, where in reality it's placed on TV shows, it's placed in movies and so forth to build story. And that story is what they want so they can run the, um, so they can run the plot. In the real world, what you want is you don't want that level of conflict and screaming and shouting and so forth because it becomes very unproductive. People start to feel extremely intimidated in their workplace. You need people that are effective communicators who can get their message across in an appropriate way. Occasionally, yes, there will be some screaming and shouting, but often the passion that goes with that is there for reasons other than simply bad communication styles. So watch how other people behave. Watch how their body language functions. Watch how they position themselves. If you see people who are communicating from a platform, from a stage, do they stand still? Do they move around? If they move around, do they look nervous when they do it or do they look purposeful? What kind of level of eye contact do they make and what kind of level of eye contact do you feel works best for you? Um, how do they say the things that they say how do they not say the things they don't say 
How do they manage pauses and breaks? Is there language full of erms and ers and you knows and things like that? The sorts of um, verbal tics that most people will try and remove from their presentation skills, even if it means having little pauses while their brain works out what to say next. To get away from having some of those tics can be a very strong thing for people to work on. So look for the things that you want to model in others and then try and build them into your own into your own ways of presenting and your own ways of speaking. It will take time, it'll take a lot of trial and error. You'll have times when you'll think, boy, that worked absolutely perfectly. You'll have other times when it's been absolutely awful. And the same, of course, applies if you're on telephone conversations with other people, how you get your point across, how you listen, how you share information, how you um, pay attention and ask questions is very important. And often, again, you can learn a lot just from, from the conversations that you will have with others. So that's the first point. The second point that we would suggest is feedback. Now, for many people, asking for feedback on their communications can be a fairly uh, uncomfortable and intimidating thing to do. But if you can get good feedback from people who will give you constructive positive and negative feedback on on your presentations and on the ways that you communicate, you can very quickly move up the curve from being an average communicator to a great communicator. Finding people who can who can give you this constructive feedback, typically again you would be looking at people who who you believe have very good communication skills. Ask them how you're going, ask them what you could improve, what you could change, what you could do differently and ask them also what you're doing well and how you are changing as as time goes by. And that feedback can be very, very effective to help you learn to be a better and more effective communicator. Then the third thing that we would suggest, now certainly this is not for everybody but for some people it can be a very effective way to move forward, is to seek out a communication coach. Now there are many ways that people can can become better communicators. There are a number of different um, community groups that will give people opportunities to stand up and present. Some will do it in a very, very structured way, and I'm thinking here like organisations such as Toastmasters, where they have extremely formulaic ways that they want you to present, and and they will essentially hone your skills into the way that they would normally like you to present. But equally, there are other many, many other opportunities and many other groups out there where you have the opportunities to present. Um, professional societies can give people in various opportunities to present on their technical skills where they're presenting in a room full of other technical experts. Um, very many different ways that you can do it. Um, find the one that works best for you if you want to go along that path. Alternately, look for people who are individual coaches, so people who will who will work with you one-on-one now for many people this can be quite a difficult thing to do because if it's work-based communication you need to find someone who can work with you in your office and often the best communications coaches do not work in your business and in your organization so it could be that you may say to somebody if you've got a very important presentation coming up you may work with somebody um, to to help you build your communication skills for that particular event 
They might work with you through a number of dummy runs, through some tests. They'll ask you some questions. They'll help you work on body language. They'll help you work on spoken language, uh, eye contact and so forth. And then they may come and join the audience for the event that you're presenting at, or they may not. Um, there are also ways, of course, where people will be videoed when they're doing these things and then their video will be critiqued. Again, for some people this works very well and for others it doesn't. And again, one of the risks with a lot of these is that people will tend to train you into the way that they feel you should be speaking rather than help you strengthen your own communication skills. So you need to find a mechanism and a method and a support that works best for you as an individual uh, rather than to turn you into another clone of whatever the um, whatever the uh, preferred style of a particular organization or a particular coach may be. So finding the right balance and finding the right place and opportunity to build those skills is very important. So the three things there that we recommend then observation to watch others and see how they behave and how they co- how they communicate and through that to build your skills so that you're building off the strengths of others and off your own strengths to seek feedback where um, wherever possible from others so that when you come away from from a particular meeting or when you come away from a particular event you ask others how it's gone and how they think you're going and then to find a coach and the coach of course is someone who would work with you one-on-one and uh, and help you develop those skills now whichever way you head with all of these it's it's one of these things where you need to continue to practice it you can become very comfortable for a time period in terms of public speaking and in terms of managing these things then you get out of practice you don't do it for a while next time you need to do it you suddenly find yourself all nervous and tongue-tied and it doesn't work again so you need to you need to find ways where you can at least practice reasonably frequently and um, and beyond that of course there are many many other ways that you can work to build your communication skills reading watching TV shows, as I say, watching theatre, watching plays, um, any of those things that can be can help you very much with your presentation skills. So hopefully this has been a useful and productive um, episode for you. If you've enjoyed it, then please do check us out at www.allfire.com.au and of course, while you're there, we would love for you to subscribe to the podcast feed to keep up to date with future episodes. And I look forward to speaking to you in the future. Thank you. Bye-bye.